welcome to the weekend edition of the Florida Coach Soccer Podcast. Soccer Podcast for us, by us. Talk about section of Black Culture and American Soccer. Got your boy here, Grego here. Got my main man, me, Mark. What's going on with you, boss? What's up, man? Just, that is uh, a, that's a hmm? gorgeous sweatshirt. That's a gorgeous sweatshirt. You know, I just had it on. I was like, you know what? This would be perfect for recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And join us this, this week. You know, you might catch her on Walking 90. You might catch her as part of the Shea Butter Street team. You might catch her. Did you go to the game yesterday? You know, Carrie? I did. Yeah. I shot for it for Shea Butter. I see you smiling. Did yeah. You okay. Miss Ebony Christmas, how you feeling? How you feeling? Not bad. Chilling. Finishing uploading all these pictures from that game. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. The the courage had the fortune of having the first game of the new NWSL season. And yeah, I'm like for what you told me, like all like you basically been like all NWSL out this weekend and that's what's up. It's, it's been a pretty good one. Uh, the games have been insane, and I can't wait to watch the Angel City one. Yeah, yeah, we like. We're, we're, I'm trying to get this in before we get to before that game gets too deep. Because right now, no uh, Houston and um, racing Louisville's on right now. Like we've had like a whole slate of games today. Had a whole slate of games yesterday. So yeah, it's just uh, it's it's been uh, pretty good. I was hoping to get one more person on here today, but you know, game day tie. He wanted to talk his shit in private, but that's okay. I, I, I've seen I've seen the screenshots. I, I got the text messages. You know, I mean, Mark, it, it, it wasn't a good day yesterday. That's, uh, it wasn't a good day for the home team at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Like from the first goal that they scored, I was like, "Oof, this is gonna be a long day." You know, like. What was really annoying to me was how easily they would just dribble to the end line and cut it back. They scored like three or four goals like that and created a few more chances. The fact that it could have been worse is the worst part of this. Like, yeah, I know we were missing internationals, but that just laid a stinker. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it, I, it was I fun. Saw and, and, and yeah, of that's it actually, I'm, I'm going to touch on the, the issue with the international pick because Corsa. Uh, we're still, we're technically still in an international break for the men, and the U.S. played on Friday, and it just so happened that they didn't have not one uh, MLS player that played, but of course we have plenty of MLS players that played elsewhere. But yeah, but um, yeah, we'll definitely um, uh, get up in, into that in just a second. But um, but yeah, I mean, I I hate the I hate. Of course, you, you know me, Mark. Like I, I've been watching all the fans' chats from like day one, and of course, all the talk last year was about you know Pineda out, Pineda out, Pineda out, mm-hmm. Boca out, Boca mm-hmm. out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, you do realize we, we we were shorthanded all last year, right? And of course, everybody was, was talking all good the past couple of weeks where they were like, hey, you know, we're, we're we're kind of back, kind of back, and then all it takes is just one game <laughs> where you have no miles. You uh-huh. have no Amada, uh-huh. you have no Etienne, you have no Yako. Mm-hmm. Like it's like no, there's no excuse. We should we should still be beating them. Like dog, like 
So I, I think the people you overuse the word excuses, and it's funny how uh, the Atlanta United fan base, but especially online, is always entertaining, you know. And so it's funny the people who you didn't hear from in the past couple of weeks all of a sudden pop up again, you know, like ah, I told you this or that. Listen, like it's not an excuse to say that you were missing the spine of your team, and like when most teams like lose a player because of one situation or another. They turn to their backup. LA United's backups are also internationals in this case. Etienne would be somebody who would fill in. Abram would be someone who fill in. They both were on international duty, and so it what, just... what 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 team is about Abram play for? Peru. Peru. Oh, damn. Okay, okay. So that actually makes sense because I was like, you went from having a starting quality center back that got called up and your replacement was a guy from twos. Right. And I'm like, it's a bit of a gap there. This and that's the that's the, the biggest sign right there. When they made those emergency signings, they made like three of them just to fill out the mm. roster for the game day. Look, I know Columbus was missing players too, but like at the end of the day, like I think, you know, you don't I wouldn't completely toss away the result. Uh but it's just like what lesson did you learn? The you know the you know like is Atlanta that deep right now you know and I would point to something that uh, Garth uh, is it Lagerway or Lagerway 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 um, I would point to the article that came out uh, from Felipe Cardenas this week in the Athletic right talking uh, about like his vision and all that and establishing a baseline where there's consistency like Atlanta United aren't at that point yet so it's going to be like evidence of last year from time to time and I think this was just a day of that I mean you know he wants to make us the soccer capital of America trademark and um, you know we gotta you know we we still got some work to do in order to you know get anywhere close to that you know even from where we were a couple years ago so you know it's 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 I, I, I can't really sweat yesterday. I mean, granted, I think there were some, some things that we could have done differently. But as I, as I said last year, and I was continuing to say this year, when you have the wrong guys at the wrong positions missing, yeah, there, it's going to be a drop-off. And we're, we're not – yeah, we don't have the depth yet for um, – to just be like, hey, bring some guys from the twos. They'll, they'll, be, they'll be able to step up right away. You know, it's, it's a valuable lesson to them. But, you know – it's a good thing, you know, it's 80 teams to make the playoffs, man. So we got time. We got time. And this is one so, of the worst opponents to be having this many players missing. Sorry, go ahead. So, question. Oh, no, no. Um, I was going to buzz. What's up? So, what was, like, you say you had a lot of players missing. I mean, a lot of teams did, obviously. But right. you didn't mm-hmm. see that with, like, St. Louis or even or, mm-hmm. or Columbus or you know, a lot of the teams that still went out and performed really well, even like Chicago, they had a really good mm-hmm. result. What was the difference in all of that? I think, um, like, they're actually, like, I usually don't pile on Pineda a whole lot, but I actually would say that, um, of course, now that I know what, what where, where Brown was at, it actually kind of explains some things, but I definitely felt like First off, losing uh, Gutman um, in the first half, that was huge. Um, I didn't like keeping Araujo out, out wide when there was no uh, Ahmad. I would have preferred him like try to play uh, somewhat centrally that way to keep him in the attack because 
if you're going to play three center, center mids and none of them really attack like that, you're going to need somebody that's going to be able to, you know, drop, drop the car, uh, you know, for, for a bit. And yeah, we were basically driving as if, you know, we're, we're we don't know where we want to go. We just, we just hope we're just hoping fingers crossed that we, mm-hmm. that we can get a goal. Mm-hmm. And then I, I saw one person, um, and one of the fan pages talk about Miguel Berry is the Spanish Adam John. <laughs> oh. oh no, I I don't think he's that bad. Oh, I, what I would great. say, just just to piggyback off of that too. Um, oh shoot, I do think uh, a lot of Pineda's, I guess, tactics or strategies are just built around the fact that he has players at the level of Almada and Miles. Like Miles literally leads the league in. Um, duels won over the past couple of seasons or whatever it is, you know? So, like, I think uh, the way that we normally play is kind of built around that. And Almada in particular, I mean, he's literally too good for this league. So, I mean, he's not going to stay past this season. Any, so, any, any, any score to, on, on break, too? I'm like, dog, like, that, yeah. that's, that price is going up, man. But I think it's just that. I think once those players were, in particular were removed, then Yakos, I think, is important to a degree. It just the whole thing fell apart. Um, and that's a criticism on Pineda. You know, like he has to figure out um, a, a style or structure to be able to incorporate backups as well. Yeah, because this is going to be the last time that we deal with this type of issue because, you know, because of the League's Cup being played um, in the mid in midseason where there were no league games being played during during that period. Uh, we're going to run into the situation where basically the first half of the season, the back half of the season are going to be all super compressed because you have to play games during international breaks. You have to play games during the Gold Cup. You have to play games um, during Nations League. And I'm like, dog, like, one, you're going to burn out the players who actually do have to stay. And then two, you're going to end up possibly uh, losing games that are going to cost you playoff spots because you got to keep on playing throughout the um, throughout the, uh, the international break. So I'm like, is, is this good for Major League Soccer or is this, you know, is something where we got to figure out something different? What, what, you, what do you think? Uh, I think it depends on which part of it you're looking at. So exposure-wise, yeah, it's good. But playing-wise, no, these players are going to be dog-tired by the time the playoffs start. And you're just going to have... And the playoffs are already watered down now, so they don't matter where you finish. So you're just going to have terrible play throughout the season because that team in eighth is now making the playoffs. So there's no point in running hard for 90 minutes for 20 games when you really realistically only have to win... 8 to 12 games to even be in the playoff competition. So, it, it for Don Garber, the money is there and it makes sense. So, he's going to keep adding the games. But for the fans in the stands that are watching players go for 35 minutes and then stop because they're like, oh, I can keep, I can play later. I've got six more games this, this month. So, it doesn't really matter. Uh, you're going <laughs> to see, you're going to see players and fans just quit on this league so that's not good what you think mark yeah i mean i'm definitely not a fan of the um the compressed guys and i really don't know how i feel about the league because you know it 
it's definitely a money grab on the part of Lika, Mackey, and MLS, right? Can mm-hmm. it become more than that to where it becomes, like, culturally significant? I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not, like, totally sold on it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't... I mean, I'm, you know, I just... I definitely echo the sentiments in terms of uh, the new playoff system. And it's just one of those things where... And it's, you know, I still hear it say, like, you, you get you have to get used to it, but then, like, they keep adding teams, and so mm-hmm. they'll have they'll probably expand the playoffs once again, and you know, it's just, I always it always comes back to this for me, you know, it's like adding more and more, but what is the direction? Like, what's the end game of all of this? That's what I'm really curious to see. I mean, it's, it's definitely tough, especially given the amount of travel that everybody has to do already. Like, we were, we were complaining about this the last two years as far as just like how compressed the schedule was and so to lose basically a whole month of games uh, in the middle of the season like and and then really not expand the calendar like a whole lot it's like that like that's just ridiculous because one like, like I said like you're you're putting yourself in a situation where when the international breaks come you have to keep on playing as, as if and and somehow convey the image that you're still putting out your best. I'm like, you're literally not, you're not able to like, so you're, you're having to, you know, call up players from your, your, your two sides. And hopefully that, hopefully they're able to uh, do a, a decent job or at least an average job compared uh, for the standards. Like how is that fair on, on the team? And and like I said, that that could easily cost you, you know, that can take you from a, a, a three seed to a six or seven seed, and you're having to play an extra game in the, in the playoffs. And it's like, dog, like, like how, like how in the world does that make any kind of sense for, uh, uh for, for the team? And then, I, I honestly, I, I keep looking at at the league's cup, and I'm like, in an ideal world, they will play this in the winter. I, I, because, like, especially if they're trying to play, play them at neutral, neutral sites, something like, you know, you pick Arizona, uh, 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 Houston or San Antonio or Miami, Miami or Orlando. Yeah. Orlando. I'm like, get you some warm weather cities. I mean, they could be. That's, for, all, for that is, that's not <laughs> well, neutral. <laughs> neutral to who? That is. That's warm. Well, sure. neutral to. Neutral to MLS and, and Liga MX, <laughs> but uh, you just named three it's, it's home games. For, you named three home games for Liga MX. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, we, they, you know, I'm I'm of the belief that they don't even they need to stop being afraid of that. Like, listen, at the end of the day, they they are paying customers, and this is the thing. Like, this is the whole reason MLS is doing this, right? Is specifically. Liga Mekis viewership, which is just like it's the it's it's the most watched league in the country. Like yeah. their viewership is amazing. Like it's just foundational. You know what I mean? Like so, MLS wants a piece of that pie. Like so, you could go ahead, yeah, play in those cities as well. Like they're gonna go, they will go to those games. Well, 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 will they go to? Will they go on a cold night in Columbus in, in December? Will they do that? <laughs> I'm not even doing that. So I hell mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that, like that's that's the that's the the rub with all this is that 
what will be an ideal time for this for this tournament to be played? I mean, it's right. it's uh, it's a it's an all right idea idea in theory, but where do you put it? And that and until they figure that part out, it's like it seems like the the teams and them at least in MLS are the ones that would uh that would suffer from it. But um but pivoting over to the the other side of things, the reason why so many players were gone, we had the uh, like so we're on an international break. The USA played their first. Uh, Nations League game against Grenada um, and won seven one. Like, like we we talked about this. We talked about this uh, in the past couple of weeks, and there there was a, there's a wrinkle in all this that I, I don't think that we've that we've quite considered yet. Could Anthony Hudson, you know, find a way to to, to get this job? No, because the way because the way they attack. I mean, granted, it's Grenada. It's Grenada. But how often did you ever see the U.S. really attack like like they did on Friday? And actually look good doing it. He's not getting the job. He is a great placeholder. He's doing a really good job. But I don't Mm -hmm, think he's getting the job. But? But I don't think he's getting the job. The only way he gets this job is if the players... The players have to really step up and say... We're not playing for any other coach. We want him. But they're already doing that for Greg. So. Yeah. 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 But. Oh, no. I feel like they'd be going backwards. But, of course, we've already hashed that part. I mean, but but if nothing else, you know, the one person I think definitely did step up quite a bit. Um. Uh, during the during the Grenada game was um, was Ricardo Pepe. I think you heard us talking about uh, Balogun during last week's episode, and you said, "Hey, hey, don't forget about me over here. Like I, I can still I can still sort score the goals. I can still do the things because he knows if, if we manage to get Balogun, it, it, it might be the line starts behind him. And and like, you saw Orlando Magic gave him a jersey. The Yankees gave him a jersey. Like, they like try to give him a whole. I, did, did we give him a cowboy hat yet? Say, hey, Whoa. you you one of us, partner. Whoa, right. chill, <laughs> partner. To be honest, so, nobody had a bad game I, against Granada. Just started out there, like Pulisic, McKinney, um, Pepe, um, Zendejas even came on and got right on the score sheet. Aronson had a pretty like really good game too. It again, it's Granada, but it was still like a really good way for players to get back into that national team setting with some very strong contenders. Like I can't say anything bad about that game. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I, I that's one of those games where I feel like <clears throat> even even under Burhalter, it's like Last cycle we would have played down to it, and it would have, it would have, we might have still won three nil, but it would have been like 
y'all know y'all should have had like you know double those goals right and like at least here it's, it felt like hey we're, we're gonna put their foots on their necks and you know we'll, we'll, we'll see about the damage afterwards one quick thing just just an observation that was just killing me while I was watching that game they had the, this this whole track and field thing um like for shot put behind the goal I was like I would hate to be the fans uh, in those stands uh, right there I'm like dog like just the whole view is just like obstructed I was like you know, y'all can't just move that, you know, behind the stadium until after the game's over. Like, damn. But um, you know, they got the they had the game tomorrow night against El Salvador in Orlando. Uh, any any too soon uh, predictions from for that? Other than the win, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, not really. You um, one thing I wanted to touch on real quick. You, you uh, brought up Balogun, right? Mm-hmm. And um, in the group chat, you kind of mentioned, um, I guess, the Klinsman effect, you know, yeah. in terms of like, not necessarily, you know, the message, of course, was that American players need to be playing in the top leagues. Mm-hmm. And what was funny, like, and you talked about this, right, was like, we saw, that was when we saw players like Bradley and Altador. And Dempsey, I think, around that time, too, come back to MLS, right? Yep. Because mm-hmm. they were struggling to get playing time and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, the idea that, like, the, the the next generation heard that message. Right. Yeah. Because like, you, you literally had uh, this. Like, this is the first time a uh, U.S. team, I think, has had in, like, in, like since the creation of MLS where they haven't had at least one MLS player in the starting 11. And of course, uh, I think the only, um, did we have any other MLS players get caught up other than Miles? Uh, may I have to go back and check, but like, of course, he was a healthy scratch. I think right. they're, they're trying to, um, they might just play him on Monday, but, um, which, play him, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where the, the, those kids are, are, are pushing and, and, and a good chunk of those players that, that, that are in the 11, like they're not just like, you know, bench players they are guys that are getting regular time, you know, whether like, even if they're not always starting they're like your guys that are getting called right off the bench, getting, getting good minutes and, and, and doing their thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's interesting, you know, like I said, like given the, um, what was going on with all the players missing in MLS and like it wasn't American. So like, it's, it's it's an interesting schism there as far as like how MLS is benefiting, you know, other national teams. But you know, we're able to get by just fine without without uh, too many um, MLS uh, players. But that, that's something just you know keep a keep an eye on as as the season goes on, and as, of course as we get into Nations League and the Gold Cup, because you know they'll be like, hey, we, we need these guys for playoffs. I'm like, this, but it's July playoffs. <laughs> Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. We already have a playoff Which, race. What'd you about to say, Evan? We already got a playoff race. It. Mm-hmm. It's the Not. whole season. <laughs> I mean, ATs made the playoffs. Like, Dave, you 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 saw the scenario in the movie Basketball as far as like how everything works out. It just like. You know, we we gotta do the sack race. We gotta get home field advantage. Like, like I said, every, every game matters. Every game matters. So, like I said, we'll, we'll we'll see how this goes. 
But um, but last last but not least, of course, the main the main feature of this week has been the opening weekend of the NWSL season. Like we spoke about uh, earlier, uh, first game of the season was was uh, in Cary, where Ebony was. Uh, I'm glad that that you're no longer boy- boycotting the game. So, like, I'm pretty sure they all missed you. So, oh, um, um, it was but, a fun one. I was still. I mean, obviously, Shea Butter got me working out here for no. So, <laughs> so I was actually shooting photos <laughs> for them. Hopefully they're finally uploaded, yeah, maybe. Um, but it was a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was I got a good the win over Kansas City. Yeah. No Dabinia, which always hurts because I love seeing her magic, even if it is against me. But she would have been a fun one. Michelle Cooper is fast. Just oh, like yeah, yeah. That's right, because... I mean, of course. I mean, she, I mean, even though she went to Duke and everything, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to hold that against her. <laughs> um, and Carolina's still fast. Just no, like some, you know. sometimes, sometimes I get good ones. Yeah. Of course. Bro. She cooked <laughs> all day. But no, like la- last night. I believe it. I believe it. I see y'all, y'all, y'all got away with the with the one nil win over <laughs> the uh, over the current. Oh no! Wait, wait. is uh, is Davinia hurt? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was that was a big that was a big thing they were talking about, like how she wasn't gonna be able to face her former team and all that. But no, okay. I caught the, I, I caught the, I know I saw you guys score. Um, I think it was like the first half of the first half, but mm-hmm. and whatever the game I caught, like Caroline was cooking. Oh my goodness, like just and they kept feeding her, they kept finding her, like. I don't know. Like maybe she needed to be near to go so she could like really spread her wings. Then, sometimes it's like that. We just talked about that last week with uh, with Almada. It's like, hey, sometimes you need that. She told like four different defenders weight room. And I'm like, Caroline is hundred and thirty pounds soaking wet. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> She's wiry. She's wiry. Yeah. <laughs> But no, like again, yesterday was pretty exciting. And like uh, the the game last night against uh, Wave and the Red Stars, of course. Um, I I gotta give a shout out to our little sub uh, Nubia because she's been on the Amira Ali train for quite some time. And yeah, like I I hate to see it because I, I I can't stand those damn kits. But Wave might have something this year. No, they I think don't. It just Stop might. playing. No, they no, still feed it. They, they but they made it to the. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Jaden Shaw she, scored, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Jaden Shaw scored. Amir Ali scored. But of course, they did give it to the captain to, to get the game winner uh, in, in extra time. I still don't really understand the call either, but you know, whatever. <sighs> So the really cool thing since you bring game. it up, tough game. The the really cool thing since you bring it up, mm-hmm. um, they have VAR now, and right. it's, yes. it's been yes. really cool to a hear the VAR calls and b know what 
what goes into a VAR check. So they did. So NWSL was really kind enough to like let media come in and do like an hour session with Pro about VAR, and it was really cool. Like they went through a bunch of examples and terminology and what does that VAR car look call look like and what does check first review mean and why they do certain things on the pitch to help with VAR like for MLS and and what they'll now do for NWSL um so I I don't know if they put it to review I don't think they put it to review because she didn't go to the monitor um but it was all checked um everything is checked whether they mm-hmm. tell the ref to go to review or not is up to, you know, VAR. And what was really cool was for the first few weeks, they'll be partnering up with MLS VAR people so that they can still get that, okay. get used to it and understand what all of it means and how to read it and all that stuff. So it's they're going to treat it just like they Sounds treat for, um, VAR for MLS. So there'll be those episodes out like that Pro puts out about. I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but at least they're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but it's going to be fun. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, that is uh, uh, encouraging, really, that they're putting all of that into VAR. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, honestly, MLS. The investment's necessary. They, they do VAR the best out of like anyone else in the world to me. So... I I agree. Like as much as I hate to admit it, because something okay. For example, right? And I think okay. we've seen this in England. They literally parts of the process gets missed sometimes, where they forget to check a certain thing, or this was missed in the play, or and I don't know who it was, but there was a referee who uh, went on TV and was like a couple years ago was like some of these guys are gonna struggle with the technology. I think you're seeing that actually. Like, so I think it's good that they're getting training on like the process itself, the monitors and all that. Because I imagine once you get in there, like I could see like from the shots that we that they show us of the bar rooms, like mm. it looks like it's a lot going on. So like I'm glad to know that like they're getting this assistance and training into implementing it because it doesn't make sense to implement it and it doesn't really solve the problem. True. Very true. I mean, the, the investments is regardless of, you know, how you feel about VAR, how you feel about pro, the investments definitely necessary for the NBSL to, to continue to progress the way that it has. And so like anything that can be done to, you know, keep, keep everyone, you know, on current tech, current refing, let's, let's, let's keep that, keep that going. So it's, uh, you know, we're not we're not bitching at, at, at the wrong time so we'll see how that goes um of course like right now we are like i say right now houston and louisville are playing we still got uh angel city and um uh uh, uh gotham gotham uh, playing um in, in a little bit so i know our girls uh sky and Sills are out there you know doing the goodly work out there I, I, I saw earlier um, uh, someone who's become a good friend of of the culture. Uh, um, uh, Ari Chambers uh, was uh, she uh, posted a video of uh, apparently there's like a hip hop uh, thing that they have uh, at tailgate. And I'm like they come a long way because I know last year 
it was just Sky and Sills doing this, trying to do, do the tutorial on the swag surface. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they come a long way, real oh, fast. So, love Ari. She's a she's a good one. Um, I'm glad to see her stepping into the soccer culture. Um, hopefully, Sky and Sills have met yeah, up with definitely. her so that they can uh, they can swag surf together in a press box full of white people. But uh, <laughs> they ain't swag surfing in the SGs. Oh, they ain't swag surfing in the supporters group. So I hope not. God, I hope not. Hey, er- er- everybody, need a little bit of work, man. Shout-, shout out to all the all the groups out there. I know um, apparently they they're now able to use the rigging system at, at uh, BMO Stadium. So I'm looking. I'm looking forward to see what they put out there for the TIFO. So uh, yeah, keep an eye on that. But um, I, I just uh, sent out a couple of shirts. Um, uh, we had a couple of orders over the weekend. Make sure you get your orders at ftcutd.com forward slash shop. Ebony can tell you the name says we we we, we do our thug dizzle like we like we do this. Um, I just post. Um, the uh, names that I was talking about la- on last week's episode, I, I posted that on on uh, IG. Like I said, we, we said season's getting good, so you know whatever you got, be ready for it. So make sure you hit us up. Make sure you uh, uh, get uh, get your stuff uh, together. But um, let's get up into it. But of course, I'll be I'll be here for the international episode. So I'm gonna leave it to Mark and Ebony to give us the two up and two downs for this week. So uh, Ebony, what you got? Ooh. Oh, okay. My two ups. I guess I'll keep it soccer. Um, I got to see Jordan Morris score four. He's never done that for the yes. Sounders. Let's go. The blonde-haired Jordan Morris is, is on a tear right now, and I don't know if I like it or not. Like, the hair, not the scoring. Um <laughs> And uh, <laughs> both of my local teams, NCFC and Courage, are back playing. And now my soccer, my weekends are going to be full for the next seven months. So that's my two ups. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, two downs. I don't really have anything down. You know, soccer's good. Life's Sometimes good. Like that. Sometimes it's all positive. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know it's like when when the se- when the season starts. It's like, hey, the weekends are full. You know, we, with the the libations are, are flowing. It's like, hey, we are having a good time. Yeah. Time is just like. Uh, what you got, Mark? Uh, let's see. So two ups. They're both going to be uh, women's soccer related. Um, one, the first one being, you know, just ended with Sal being back. Just you know, it's uh, obviously the league is going strong. It's you know going in the right direction. Excited to see like the new players, the rookies, um, and just just excited to and you know what I'm looking forward to see is as well is uh, Paramount and CBS continue to improve its coverage because like it's a it's something that's necessary and um, it's time really you know like but it's just you know just happy to that NWSL is going to be back and beyond almost every week. Um, and then, like, this year in particular, building up to the World Cup, you know, so. Um, my other up, uh, oh, shoot. Uh, well, I think this is what I was going to say, but uh, Chelsea uh, got the one. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, this is what I wanted to say. It was uh, Ada Hagerberg coming back. 
back for the first time since uh, she got injured. Uh, yeah, so she came on, I think that game was yesterday. Um, but yeah, she came on and, you know, played some minutes. Um, and it's actually in the middle of a uh, tie with Chelsea. So Chelsea got the 1-0 at Lyon. Massive result. Um, or, they, or, they, or, they, or they gave it a go. I, I, I switched off that game and I, well, while they were still winning. So, hey, that's my bad. but uh yeah they're able to hold out um but yeah it'll be interesting to see because there's that uh i guess infamous clip of of ada like looking very frustrated on the bench during that chelsea match um i guess she was hoping to maybe come on and make a difference but she should get her opportunity this upcoming week so very curious to see how that goes because you know for chelsea and emma hayes that's the one that's uh that's gotten away so this is Champions League. So, Ooh. yeah. Um, for my down, um, so this week in Georgia was uh, they passed the uh, the bill banning, I guess, uh, transgender care on on youth or minors or whatever. And it's just another state that's passed another anti-trans bill. And it just it doesn't just affect trans people. Not that that's not enough, right? But it doesn't just affect trans people. And so, like, if we're talking about sports, for example, like women who uh, look too masculine or have too much testosterone, and this is how often black women get targeted, right? Then they're like banned from from competing. You know, it's just it's so ridiculous. Like, it's just a bunch of hysteria over nothing more than feelings and. It's just, it's a shame. So, uh, just felt like, yeah, I should at least talk about it. But, um, yeah, that's, that's me. Cool, cool, cool. Um, also on Paramount Plus right now is, uh, Mexico versus Jamaica. And Jamaica just, just scored off a rocket right now. So I'm like, hey, anytime, anytime they can, um, they can get one on, on Mexico. That's, that's, that's a good day. Um, yes. I don't, like I said, I, I'm saving my two up and two downs for, International episode, but I will say this: South Florida is a basketball region. (laughs) (laughs) Give give up those footballs. Go ahead and get get, get your backboards and hoops. That's that's that's, I'm gonna just say that because you got two teams in the Final Four, and 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 Canes the the U is is off the football field. They were in they're on the on the on the court because of course you got. Let, let those footballs go. Let them go. <laughs> They're good at that part. It's but, okay. Uh, but yeah, that's all we got for. <laughs> that's all we got for this week. Uh, appreciate Mark and Ebony for uh, uh, coming on course. Make sure you're following them on the socials. Make sure you're following us as always at FTC. UTD. Facebook, tw- uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, FTC, UTD pod on TikTok. Of course, make sure that you're following Shea Butter. Make sure you're following Can I Kick It, Walking 90, Junior Freedom, Two Cents. I think that's all of our shows. But yeah, make sure you are, are, are following all of them. Of course, uh, we'll have more for you later on this week on the international episode. But until then, the culture's real. The culture's everywhere. We will see y'all soon. And we out. FTC U T D